I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Enjoy it while it lasts. Gambling gods, fickle bunch. Oh, yeah. So easily offended. Uh. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. The Weekend Wager with Anita Marks starts now. Dollar, 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 dollar. Anita Marks with you. It is Weekend Wager here on BetMGM. Brought to you by BetMGM, I should say, here on 98.7 ESPN. That's right. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. Get the BetMGM app today. Now you're winning with the king of sportsbooks. Please bet responsibly, of course. Uh, A lot to get to. Excited. We've got David Behrman. I always like to call him our gatekeeper of everything gambling at ESPN.com. He's going to be joining us at the top of the hour at 11 o'clock. And then, of course, uh, Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau, that fantastic game plan app you can download on your iPhone or your Droid, giving you Elias insights, helping you with each and every game, uh, how to wager, as well as uh, fantasy football advice. And, uh, and Alex Kane, CEO of Sport Trade, uh, when, uh, when you want to talk about the stock market meeting professional gambling and you bring it together that's what sport trade is about so alex kane is going to be joining us to talk about uh some of the some of the top games on the nfl slate this week obviously you've got the buffalo bills going up against the minnesota vikings will josh allen be playing my gut's telling me no but it's going to be case keenum also um you've got uh, aaron Rodgers at home with the green bay packers taking on a very good Dallas Cowboys team. How are you going to play that? My favorite bet this week is the Pittsburgh Steelers. 13 days to prepare for the New Orleans Saints who are on a short work week after a brutal physical game against the, the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. There's a lot to dive into. Um, and, uh, and, and right now I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm in my studio and I'm, I'm watching the USC Colorado game my best bet tonight on Daily Wager was USC over 49 and a half total points. And they only, <laughs> so I, I, I tuned in at like the end of the first quarter and they only had two points. And I was just like, wait a minute, something's wrong with my app. Like the ESPN app is like, no, there's, there's no way. Understand that they're going up against Colorado who's the worst team in the Pac-12, and USC is the best team in the Pac-12, and they're sitting there with only two points in the first quarter? I was like, no way. Something's wrong. Wait, what's going on? Colorado is 1-8. USC is 8-1. Like, what's happening here? But anyway, they've scored two touchdowns in a matter of like three minutes. So uh, now they do have 16 points on their scoreboard, but still only seven minutes left in the second second quarter. It does not look 
look good for me unless they totally have a second half explosion. We'll see what happens, but nonetheless. Um, we'll be talking NFL. We'll be talking college football. Yeah, that's that's probably it. Um, as we know, Major League Baseball's over. Um, tonight, I did have the Spurs, which was great, but uh, majority of, of the NBA slate is, uh, is, is almost over at this point in time as we start the show, but nonetheless. Um, so a lot of NFL, a lot of college football, getting you ready for this week, Saturday and Sunday. So buckle up, hang tight. We got David Behrman, who's going to be joining us next. Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau and Alex Kane from Sport Trade. So hang, hang tight. We're going to kick off uh, our next hour at 11 p.m., getting you ready for Saturday and Sunday, hopefully helping you win some money. As I, I, as I always like to say, you know, so mama could buy a new pair of shoes because I'll tell you what, and this is coming from a woman. I can go to TJ Maxx or Marshall's and buy a $5 dress, but my dress will look like a million bucks with a beautiful pair of shoes. So as I always like to say, we're here to help you buy some great shoes to make you look like a million bucks. All right. All right. It is Weekend Wager here on 98.7 ESPN. Brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. That's right, it's Weekend Wager here on 98.7 ESPN. Hour two, late start, of course, because of the Knicks. Uh, but nonetheless, um, David Behrman joins us now. Of course, I always like to call him our gatekeeper of everything um, on our uh, on our, our digital site and uh, online at ESPN.com. And you can find us at, uh, on chat. Or, I'm sorry, on, on chalk. <laughs> I want to say chat. It's chalk. Um, David, how you doing? You there? Do we have you? Maybe not. David, you there? Can we hear you? Okay. Uh, um, we, we might not. Um, okay. So we're waking, we're, we're working on getting, getting David Behrman on, uh, and we will momentarily. 
Uh, but one of the games, obviously, that I'm going to be talking to him about, of course, is uh, the Texans going up against the Giants. So the Giants are favored by four and a half. The over-under is at 41. Uh, here, here's the thing, and, and this is why I want to have the conversation with him about, and, and that is like, I, David, you there? I don't think so. Bueller, anyone? Anyone? Okay. We're still working on it. It's all good. Um, so, so here's the thing. I love the, the Giants are coming off of a bye. Um, we know how, you know, unbelievable David Bobble, David, uh, David, David Dable has been for, uh, for of course, uh, Daniel Jones. Um, this offense has been electric with Saquon Barkley. And this is a Houston Texans team. I, I hate to use the word tank, but I'm going to use it. Like, there's a few teams now that I do believe are in tank mode. Uh, the Houston Texans being one of them. And as much as I love Saturday, Jeff Saturday, I, and, 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 I, and I hope that this is just like a let's get your feet wet because we really want to give you a chance at the second half of the season, or, or I should say uh, next year, I should say, um, but the Colts are going up against the, the Raiders, and Jeff really hasn't had a lot of experience. Like his experience is high, high school football. He was a high school football coach, and he's coming in. Um, so uh, you know, there, there are a number of teams out there in the NFL that I feel are in quote unquote tank mode because we are pretty much at the second half of the season, and I think the Houston Texans are one of those teams. So. I love the Giants heading into this matchup. Again, coming off of a bye, healthy, ready to go. I think Saquon Barkley has a monster, a monster game against the Houston Texans, who are one of the worst teams against the run, let alone one of the worst teams against running backs in the passing game. And let's be honest, that's what it's been like for Saquon Barkley, right? It's it's not just what he's been able to do in the rushing attack, but it's also how he's been able to complement the passing attack for, for Daniel Jones and uh, Brian Dable. There we go. And, um, and this Giants offense. So, uh, like, just at, at first sight, I'm like, four and a half. I'm all over it. Over under 41. I, I don't know because I truly believe in this Giants defense and in what Wink Martindale is doing with it. Um. And, and Houston, you know, out, outside of Pierce, Brandon Cooks has been practicing again. They do have Nico Collins. Um, I just, I'm, 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 I, I'm looking at this and I'm like, what's, what, what's wrong with this picture? Like to me, this line should be six and a half and it's not, it's four and a half. And so there's a red flag. So I was hoping to talk to David. Bar Do we have David on, guys? Do we know? Okay. Can David, you, you there? I hear you now. Hi. 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 How are you? Good. I can hear you the whole time. But you know, when you're, you're, you're driving home and your spouse calls you and then, oh, I can't hear you, can't hear you, can't hear you. I'm, I'm right here. I can hear you. Yeah, no, no. Well, we couldn't we can can hear you on the air. But we can hear you now. And that's great. I was just talking about the Giants game against the Texans. Giants coming off of a bye. The Texans, I hate to use the word tank, but I'm going to use it. I feel like the Texans are one of those those teams that more than likely are going to tank uh, for the remainder of the season. 
even though they do have Brandon Cooks come, allegedly practicing coming back this week. Of course, Nico Collins, Pierce has been great. But I just, uh, this line is just, I, I, I can't stand the four and a half. I can't stand the five and a half. Do you have any play on this Giants game? I, I'm not playing the game, but I can tell you that I'm not necessarily comfortable laying five or six points with the Giants. So I'm actually glad it's only four and a half because if you think the Giants are the right play, and, and Doug Kazarian of, of ESPN Daily Wager and Chalk has talked about four and a half and five. Those those numbers don't happen often. You know, three is obviously a big number, six is a big number. Four and a half is, they're getting action on both sides. It was actually five and a half the other day before it dropped. What concerns me, Anita, is it, you mentioned the Texans. You think that they eventually might tank. I don't think they're there yet. That's a team that has played a lot of games tough. They're not good. Call it what it is. They're not a good team. But they've played the Titans tough. They've played the Eagles tough. Anybody who watched Thursday Night Football last week, uh, the Texans could have won that game. They you know, they played the 8-0 Eagles tough throughout the entire game. They have a really good running back in Damian Pierce. Uh, not going to tell you that Davis Mills is going to win any MVP awards, but he's serviceable and, and playing just as good as Daniel Jones is. The problem is going to be the Titan, the, the Texans' rush defense. Like Saquon Barkley is going to have over 100 yards rushing if they, if they feed him the ball, and that's what's going to win it for the Giants, who are a ball-control team. Daniel Jones is trying not to make mistakes, and they don't have any receivers out there, so you just keep giving the ball to Saquon Barkley, and, and that's how they're going to win the game because the Texans have the worst rush defense we've seen in quite a long time. However, nothing about what the Giants have done this season screams that I want to lay four and a half or five points. They're a team that has, as you know, beat the Titans by one, the Panthers by three, lost late to the Cowboys, uh, squeaked by the Bears, squeaked by the Packers, squeaked by the Ravens, Jaguars. They're not blowing anybody out. And then the one game that was a blowout was their loss to the Seahawks. So what I wrote up when I was writing all the games up on my side is I'm just not there with laying a lot of points with the Giants yet. I see this being a close game. But four and a half, it, can, it literally could go either way. That's why you don't see a lot of games at that number because all you need is a late touchdown and you cover that. Or maybe you have a three-point lead and you get a late field goal. So I'm not playing that game on the side. I am interested in the total. These are two teams that don't score a lot of points. They're two teams that are ball-controlled because they don't have a heavy passing game. You know, Mills and Jones are going to run the ball with Barkley and Pierce. So I think the under 40-and-a-half, 41 is in play because I don't see this being a high-scoring game. Neither one of these teams score in the mid to high 20s. So this smells like a 20-17 to 17 game either way. So I'm going to be playing the under in this one. Okay, I, I hear you. Um and, and I think that's the wise play to make. Uh, again, David Behrman joining us here. I like to call him our gatekeeper of everything gambling at ESPN.com. Uh, let's talk about some of the big games uh, on the slate this week. And the Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers, to me, is one of them. Dallas coming off of a bye, heading to Green Bay to take on the Packers that not frequently at home are a dog. But they are this week. And Green Bay getting four at home. The over-unders at 44. Home dogs have been crushing it this season in the NFL. But you're feeling the Cowboys here. Why? Yeah, just like you thought the Giant game should be a little bit higher, I actually think the Cowboys should be a six- or seven-point favorite in this game. Listen, every single week we say Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, the Packers are going to show up. It's Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. They can't be this bad. No, neither they are that bad. They have nobody out there being able to catch the ball. He has no offensive line.
did we, I'm sorry. Did we leave? Did we, did we lose him again? Unfortunately, I, th I think we did. Um, <laughs> David, are you there? Can you hear us? I don't think so. Let, let's try to get him back on. Uh, we've got about five minutes left in the segment. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm on the opposite side here, uh, than, than, than David. I just, and, and granted, like I get it, Dallas coming off of a bye. You've got Micah Parsons, who's just been an absolute beast getting after quarterbacks. I, I know Aaron Rodgers has been under duress, under pressure all season long. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is expected back. So it's going to be Zeke as well as Tony Pollard in that backfield with the one, two, I can go on and on and on in regard to all the positives for the Dallas Cowboys. But just something says to me, like, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's the Green Bay Packers at home. I just think that LaFleur is going to be creative in regard to this offense. Maybe they utilize Aaron Jones more so in the passing attack and utilize more A.J. Dillon in the rushing attack. Both guys are uber, um, you know, uh, athletic and, and, and can really – uh, help facilitate this offense. I just, so, so full disclosure, I already laid this. I got this at five and a half. Okay. I got this at five and a half. It's now at four. So the, the fact that the line is coming down to me says a lot. Do, do we have David back? David, you there? You hear me? Okay. Fantastic. All right. So, yeah, so 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 pick up all the reasons why you do like it. You you do like Dallas. I just don't think Green Bay is very good. And every week we're, we come out here and say this is the week that the Rodgers and the Packers are going to show up. They've won 13 games three straight years. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. They traded Devontae Adams. They have nobody left at wide receiver. The injuries across the board. Both their running backs are banged up in Jones and Dylan. And Rodgers is out there throwing stuff that he's never thrown before. The guy's gone entire seasons without three interceptions, and he threw three in the red zone last week. I just don't think it's a very good football team right now. I don't think Rodgers is showing the leadership skills that, that he thinks he has by calling out his players all the time. And Dallas is better than people think they are now. We've all been fooled by Dallas before. We've all been fooled by McCarthy before. This is a really good football team coming off a bye. And this is if you, if you look at power rankings – or you look at what you think is good versus bad in the NFL, I have Dallas as significantly better than Green Bay. I think they roll the Packers because the Packers showed last week against Detroit, if they can't move the ball on Detroit, one of the worst defenses in football, how are they going to move the, the ball on, on Dallas? I just don't see Green Bay scoring any points against Dallas, and I'm looking at this to be somewhere in the 27-3 to 3 range in terms of what this game might be. Uh, we got about a minute 30 left in the segment. And so I want to tee up for you the early morning, 9.30 a.m. game, Seattle going against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, the Bucks favored by 2.5 in Germany. The over-unders at 44.5. My play here is the over, but you like Seattle getting the points. Tell us why. I do, and, and, and pretty much like I said about Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, I don't think Tampa's very good right now with Tom Brady. Now, of course, Tom Brady, the GOAT, might come out and surprise all of us, and all of a sudden, hey, they're back. They're tied for the division lead, and they can easily run away with that division. I just don't think they're very good right now. Injuries across the board, the offensive line is bad, and Seattle is not a team that you want to mess with if you have a bad offensive line. They're going to blitz the crap out of Brady, and it has shown this year that when you put pressure on Brady on that offensive line, 
he doesn't have anybody to throw to. So I think Seattle's going to go in there with a good game plan. It's not a road game. They're both on the road in Germany. I think Seattle right now is the better team, and I like them getting two, two and a half points. But I do like your over. I think your over actually is a good play there. Fantastic. Great stuff as always, David. Thank you so much for joining us. Really do appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a good weekend. You got it. Uh, just a reminder, uh, it's not just me. It's not just David. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a plethora of those that um, contribute to our ESPN.com columns each and every day, each and every week. So I highly recommend you log on to ESPN.com and check them out. Everything NBA, everything college football, everything NFL, everything UFC right now. All right, quick break. We come back. We still have a lot more coming your way. Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau, Alex Kane from Sport Trade. Hang tight. It is, of course, Weekend Wager brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to Weekend Wager here on 98.7 ESPN. Brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. And of course, we've got Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau who's joining us now. Um, we've been talking about it for two months now. Hopefully you've downloaded that Elias Game Plan app. It's the best app out there for fantasy football, gambling, you name it, uh, and really helps you in a variety of ways. So, uh, Randy, thank you so much for joining us. Really do appreciate it. First and foremost, let's dive into it. We're, we're going to break down a few games, get some Elias insights on to help us how to wager on those games. And you got a Rams team not sure what's going on with Matthew Stafford dealing with a concussion. Is he going to be active and attractive? Is he not? Time will tell. But the Rams are favored by three and a half. The over-unders at 43 and a half. What are your Elias insights with this matchup? Yeah, this, you know, you know, after last week's performance the Rams had against Tampa Bay, it breaks my heart to even pick them. But I, but, I mean, the numbers are just so overwhelmingly in their favor. It's, it's impossible to ignore. Uh, they've beaten the Cards. 11 out of the last 12 times they've met. Um, the uh, the cards are 0-6 in the last six games against the NFC West. They've lost all six of those games by at least seven points. So they're getting killed in their own division. They've had no success against the Rams. Uh, and in particular, Tyler Murray in his last three games against the Rams has been particularly uh, ineffective. No touchdowns, either passing or running, four interceptions, 
And most salient to me, his last two games against them, six and eight yards running, rushing. So, you know, you think of um, his, his greatest asset is his legs, at least um, that seemed to be the case a, a year or a year and a half ago, that, um, that has been neutralized by the Rams defense who have just made a living on destroying the, uh, the cards. And um, it's, only, it's only one and a half, uh, or I, it is right now, at least one and a half point uh, spread. So I think the, the cards is the, the savvy move right there. Oh, excuse me, the, the Rams is the savvy move right there. Yeah, I mean, my, my only concern is, uh, you know, obviously, is, is Matthew Stafford going to play or not? And, um, you know, so uh, th- there's no denying, right, like in regard to uh, just how dominant McVeigh has been in this matchup. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it's, not like, it's not like Matthew Stafford has been, um, you know, wowing the world this season. Right, uh, right. That's the you thing. know, right. Like maybe, maybe a change of pace at the quarterback position is exactly what the doctor ordered for this Rams team. I, I, I mean, listen, I yeah. don't know, but, uh, but I just, I, I find this matchup to be quite, quite interesting. Um, yeah. By the, by the way, and, Anita, I thought that was the. I know we're talking to a lot of uh, Rams fans out there in LA, and I mean, my heart goes out to you, those Rams fans. That was the worst loss. I think I've seen all year for any team what what happened to them against uh, Tom Brady and the um, and the Bucks. I mean, just the double wave of having to endure, you know, first and goal from the seven yard line with three minutes left, and you survive those four plays to the end zone. You survive them, and then you get the ball back and you kick it back, and now you have to go through it all again with thirty seconds left and and, and no timeouts, and and they come back and they. They come down and score. I mean, that was like the worst stomach punch I could ever imagine as a as a fan or or in my case as a gambler. Yeah, yeah, I, that's exactly a great great definition of of a stomach punch for sure. Uh, the Chargers going up against the Forty ers The Forty ers coming off of a bye, and I don't know about you, Randy, but I'm so excited to see what Kyle Shanahan is going to do with. Christian McCaffrey, along with Debo Samuel. Uh, this is going to yeah. be really interesting. But the 49ers are favored by seven. It's a lot. 45 and a half is the over-under. What are your Elias insights pertaining to this Chargers matchup? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of points, you would think, at first sight. However, if you look at it, it's, it's going to be the ultimate matchup of one team's strength against another team's weakness. In, in this case, the Rams have the 29th-ranked run defense in the – excuse me, the Rams, the uh, Chargers have the 29th ranked run defense in the NFL and San Fran's going to run all over them. I mean, it's going to be the, like the Debo and McCaffrey show. They're going to, they're going to run for 200 yards combined. Uh, so I, I just see that happening all day, you know, and on, on the other side of the ball, San, San Fran has a top ranked run defense in the league. So when you look at that, uh, seven points doesn't seem like so much, you know, and, and, and San Fran's been great at home, you know, six and one over the last seven home games. Um, and uh, I just think, I think, I think too much of a, a more complete, I, I, I see San Fran going to the Super Bowl this year. And I know you like Philadelphia coming out of the, the, um, the NFC, Anita. However, I just got a feeling about San Fran, especially with their revamped offense now. And I think you're going to see this weekend, 
them in like fourth and fifth gear and what they can really do, especially against this terrible rush defense. The like I said, the 29th ranked run defense in the league. It could be just just a display of uh, of uh, uh, just a, 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 a clinical ground attack. I I, I don't doubt it. Um, in fact, one of my favorite plays in this is uh, is, is C-Mac over rushing and receiving yards against a, a Chargers defense that just is, of course, is god-awful uh, against the run. That's for sure. Here's the thing. I'm with you on the 49ers now. I wasn't with you with the 49ers with Trey Lance as the quarterback. But yeah. I, am with, I am with you with Jimmy Garoppolo as the quarterback. In fact, one of yeah. my, my uh, preseason futures bets was that the 49ers would not make it to the playoffs because they were rolling with Trey Lance. But it just right, so happened. Right. And again, I feel bad. You know, you never want to see anybody get injured. But mm-hmm. of course, that's what's happened. And so now Jimmy Garoppolo is a starting quarterback. And uh, listen, he's got four multi-TD games. He's averaging 8.2 yards per pass. Mm, you know, he's just, huge. he's just, he's, he's just, he's a smart quarterback and he's utilizing all the talents and all the weapons that are around him. So, you know, so, so God bless. I, I mean, it, listen, it's, it's working for him. So I, I hear what you're saying. Last but not least, let's talk about this Giants-Texans game. And uh, the Giants are favored by four, four and a half in some places. The over-under is at 40 and a half. Here's the thing. The, the, like, why, you know, four and a half against the Texans and a Giants team coming mm-hmm. off of a bye? Like, to me, I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to mortgage my, I'm going to mortgage my mortgage on like 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 I don't I don't I don't understand this line I think this line should be seven and a half so I don't understand it so I'm really intrigued to hear your Elias insights on this matchup yeah I guess like yeah I agree with you I I, this this one is an eye popper to me they're uh, obviously a winning team coming off a bye against a a weak team on the road and again it's another matchup of strength versus weakness um you look at the the run game of 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 the Giants with Saquon and and even Daniel Jones uh, going against a team that is the is the worst team, the number thirty two team in the NFL against the run. They're at, they're allowing hundred and eighty yards on the ground per game. That's unbelievable. So these guys are going to go bananas. Um, and if that wasn't enough fuel for the fire, the Giants D is is in the top five in third down conversion percentage, so stopping third down. And Houston's been brutal on third down offensively, uh, just four for 23 over the last two games. So you have just a matchup, not only like on on offense, but on defense. You know, both sides of the ball, this looks like a massive advantage for for the Giants, like you say, coming off a bye and, um, you know, with a positive record and a lot of of mojo going. Now, the one thing is I believe five of their eight games have been decided by six or fewer points, and that's probably why it's a a lower spread. But – still think against a, a weak team with uh, gaping deficiencies that match up unfortunately very well for the giant strengths I think this is gonna this has this has like 10 point double digit victory written all over it yeah I I hear you and, and I just I, I just I'm in, I'm envisioning like Saquon Barkley like running for days right oh my <laughs> like... gosh. yeah for sure absolutely absolutely even uh, so, even Daniel Jones, you know, uh, you know, when he gets flush or whatever, he has to make his runs. He's going to run for seventy-five yards as well. You know, so I'm just the, just the the fact that this line is only four and a half. I I just I don't get it, and it and it, it frightens me a little bit. 
Not going to lie. Frightens me a little you bit. Know, like what, like you know, what do the odds makers know that we don't Randy? Well, that's the thing when people, this is what I've gathered over the years is when the, when the spread is something like four and a half, that means Vegas doesn't know. They, they don't know. It's, it's it could, you know, usually it's, it's three or it's six or seven, but four and a half means we know what, we, we have no idea what's going to happen in this game and anything could happen. I think I, I, that's what I believe is, is that's what I think when I see a, a spread of four and a half, it's just such a weird spread and an indecisive kind of spread. And, and if you really believe in, in the giants and it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a no brainer to take, to, to, to give the points. All right, Randy, thank you so much. I so appreciate it. Again, everybody, just a reminder, the Elias Game Plan app, make sure you download it. They do not discriminate. iPhone, Droid, it's your best companion for everything fantasy football as well as gambling. So stay tuned. You still have a lot more coming your way. Uh, or we, we still have a lot more coming your way with Weekend Wager, brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports, right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to Week in Wager here on 98.7 ESPN. I've got a very special guest joining us. He's been on before. His name is Alex Kane. He's CEO extraordinaire, creator of Sportrate. And uh, it is, in my opinion, one of the greatest things ever invented. Alex, welcome into 98.7 ESPN. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Anita. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so so for folks, I, I'm going to let you, because we're going to dive into some games and uh, you've got a great event that's coming up uh, next Thursday. Before we dive into all that, why don't you let, for those that may not have heard you on with us before, or, or maybe they haven't heard me talk about sport trade before, uh, give folks uh, a, a 101 lesson in regard to what the app and what it's all about. Yeah, so sport trade thinks stock market meets sports betting. Um, we turn the probability of a sports event to occur in, into a tradable price. So take you know, the Giants, for example, uh, let's say they're trailing by a touchdown late in the game. Uh, the market thinks they maybe have a 25% chance of winning the game. You buy in at 25, they score a touchdown, they go to 50-50, let's say, and now you can 
sell what you bought at 25 for a price of 50. So sport trading allows you to buy low and sell high, but you're not buying and selling stocks. You're buying and selling sports bets. I love it. I, 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 I just, I absolutely love it. I, I'm having quite a few people over at, at my apartment on Sunday. I think that might be either one or two things are going to happen. They're going to be like, what are you doing? Why is your face in the phone? Uh, or it's just going to become a big uh, party where I'm going to feel like I'm on the trading floor and everybody's going to be screaming, buy, buy, sell, sell. It's going to be a blast. I'm, I'm hoping it's, it's, it's the latter. So, all right, let's, let's dive into some of the games I want to, I'm, I'm definitely going to dabble in this week. And, and let's start right here in our own backyard in regard to the Giants. So on Sport Trade, uh, you could get the Giants for $68 a share to win straight up. But you can also get the Giants at minus six and a half, and you could buy that per share at $44.50. Um, I, I just, I believe in this Giants team. I think Saquon Barkley is going to run all over the Houston Texans. So I'm going to buy a few shares of the Giants minus six and a half at 44 and a half. What say you? I like that. I think I read the uh, Texans have one of the worst defense rush defenses in the league. Uh, Saquon's averaging over five yards per carry. Uh, he's had an incredible year so far. The Texans have one win. Um, Giants are playing at home less than a touchdown at $44. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I, I do. I love it. Um, and, and again, what's so great about this is let's just say hypothet- hypothetically speaking, you know, this is, this is a Texans team. Uh, they're they're coming in uh, to, uh, to to play the Giants, and the Giants are coming off of a bye. Um, you know, let's just say that the Giants have a really good, great game script, and they go up by like ten in the first half. You could turn around, and more than likely, you can sell those shares at forty four dollars and fifty cents. They probably would uh, would would go up to fifty two, fifty five, fifty six dollars. You could turn around, you could sell them at that point in time, or hold on to them. And see if, uh, if see if this game does turn in out, out to be a blowout. So that's that's the beauty of sport trade. Uh, another game that I'm going to be eyeing is the Buffalo Bills. Now, you know we still don't know who's going to start. Um, McDermott, who's the head coach for the Buffalo Bills, came out and said that you know uh, Josh Allen is hour to hour, not day to day, hour to hour. Uh, my gut's telling me he doesn't play, but I love Case Keenum. Like Case Keenum, ten year vet. 62, 64 career starts, took a Minnesota Vikings team to an 11 and three record, went to the playoffs. So, um, like, like I, I, I'm, I'm waiting to see what happens here once it is announced that Josh Allen isn't going to play. But you could get the Bills right now at $62. You can also get the Bills minus three and a half at 47.50. Like I said, I'm going to wait and see what happens. I feel that. Uh, th- the numbers here in the price is going to benefit me because even if it is Case Keenum, I'm still playing the Bills. What say you? Yeah, one of the coolest things about sports trade, to your point, is that that movement in, in what you call share price, uh, which is just the probability, uh, can actually happen before the game. So when we opened this game uh, on the exchange on sports trade uh, on Monday, uh, the Minnesota Vikings were actually at 27. And they're all the way up now, uh, close to forty dollars. Wow! So, so sports gives you this. I mean, think about that. I mean, that is like more movement that you could get, you know, in a volatile week in the stock market. So, I, I just think at that price, it's Buffalo all the way down to, you know, sixty-one. You say around there, like it, 
it starts to be something that you may look at. I mean, earlier in the week, you know, $77 for the Bills is a little high. And to your point, uh, it's not ruled out that Josh Allen uh, isn't going to play, as you mentioned, hour to hour. And even if he doesn't, um, they still have a decent shot. So I, I do like that Bills at 61. Yeah, the Minnesota Vikings, their defense, one of the worst red zone defenses in the NFL. Opponents are scoring, converting uh, in the red zone at an 80% rate. And the Bills still have a good defense. And again, like I said, I, I'm just a believer in Case Keenum. So I'm going to wait, see what happens. Again, I don't know anything. I'm not Adam Schefter. I'm not reporting anything. But my gut's telling me that Case Keenum's going to play. And when that, when, when that announcement is made, I'm really curious to see how um, those price points are going to change. Um, another game that I mine is the Green Bay Packers going up against the Dallas Cowboys. You can get Aaron Rodgers at home to beat the Dallas Cowboys straight up at $34.50. You can also get the Green Bay Packers at home getting five and a half at $54.50. Listen, I know you look at this Green Bay Packers team. They, they're god-awful. They've got so many injuries. Dallas is coming off of a bye. Uh, Michael Parsons is an abs- absolute beast. Like you're just you're 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 saying to yourself, there's no way Anita that Green Bay is going to win. Don't sleep on Green. I, I know, <laughs> I know Dallas is the better team, but listen, each and every week in the NFL, the better team d- doesn't always win. They just don't. And this is a Green Bay Packers team at home. Aaron Rodgers is good at home, so. I'm going to play the Green Bay Packers, getting the five and a half, and I'm going to buy those shares at $54.50. Do you think I'm crazy, Alex? It's wild to me to see uh, a Green Bay Packers team playing at home with Aaron Rodgers uh, down at, what did you say, $35 to win. Getting 30, five and yes, $34.50 to straight up beat the Dallas Cowboys at home. I mean, you've got to think that it's going to be a close game, right? And if, if you think it's a close game, then buying the home dog, getting five and a half points at 54-5, just doesn't seem – that doesn't seem like a risky play. It seems like – hang on, did you look at that price, 34.50 to win the game? Like, that is wild to me. And I know this, game's had, this team has a lot, had a lot of losses. A couple of these losses have been close losses. A couple of these losses, like uh, against the Giants in London, was a loss that should never have happened. All you need is this game to be kind of close, and there's a really high probability that you know that 54-5 is going to be a lot higher at some point in the game, and that's all you're looking for. Maybe it goes to 70 and you sell it. I yeah, I, I just um, I, and, and again, this very well could be an absolute blowout. But I'm just I'm I'm going I'm going to invest in Aaron Rodgers at home, and I, I have a feeling Lafleur is going to get real creative and real sneaky in the way that he he's going to be utilizing Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, um, both of them on the field, and possibly Aaron Jones more so in the passing game. Last but not least, um, this is my favorite play on the slate. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Okay, uh, they're coming off of 13 days rest to get ready for a Saints team that uh, has a short work week, got beat up by the Ravens. It was a real physical game. Meanwhile, Kenny Pickett, good full week of practice, if not almost two. They're getting T.J. Watt back. They're getting healthier in their secondary. And um, and also Tom, Mike Tomlin at home as a home dog is 13-4 and four straight up and 88% against the spread in weeks five on in his uh, tenure as the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So 
With that being said, you could bet that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win and beat the Saints outright at, uh, at $47, but you can also get them at minus four and a half for $32. This is, Alex, this is my favorite, this is my favorite play. This is my favorite play on the slate this week. What do you think? I, lo- I like that. You're giving up some points to get a lower price. I, I very much like that. The over-under in that game is 41 and a half. Um, I played the over um, when, uh, for the Saints-Baltimore uh, game last week. That didn't work out. Uh, these are not teams that score a lot of points. So under 41 and a half is priced at open at 50s all the way up to 56 already. I still think there's some, some upside potential there. I, I don't hate your pick. I think uh, Pittsburgh's had some really surprising games this season both ways. Uh, and you're right. Saints are coming off a short week and Pittsburgh's coming off over double the rest. I'm, I'm so excited for this week. Uh, you know, dogs are, dogs are dominating the NFL, <clears throat> excuse me, the NFL this week. And there's quite a few dogs that I like. We had three dogs this week. Carolina won on Thursday, right? And, uh, and now I like Pittsburgh at home as a home dog. And, and I, like, I like the Green Bay Packers. So I'm, I'm riding that dog right now. Before I let you go, Alex, uh, why don't you let the folks know you've got a, a fun big event happening next Thursday night, November 17th, at the Ainsworth in Hoboken, my backyard. Let the folks know exactly what it's about, when, the, when they could come out, who's going to be out there, what you guys are going to be doing, all the good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as you mentioned, uh, Thursday, September 17th, uh, a bunch of us in Sports Trade are going to be there at the Ainsworth starting at 6:30 uh, till after the game. Uh, the Thursday night game that week is uh, Packers Titans, uh, and you know, honestly, the coolest way to learn about Sports Trade and get involved is, you know, being able to try it yourself. So if you want to come meet me, come meet the, uh, more members of the executive team of our marketing team. Uh, we're going to have some cool folks there uh, from the trading community. Like, it is the coolest thing in the world to, like, you know, you may not know exactly what it is when you try it, but, okay, let's just buy the Titans here. They're at $36 a share, and then, boom, they go for a 40-yard pass down the sideline, and, and now they're trading it, you know, $50, and you can sell them, and, boom, that is the magic sport trade. So uh, we're going to be giving out uh, free trades. We're going to be giving out money to, to create an account. We're going to be giving out swag. It's an awesome way to, to learn what this amazing new form of sports betting is, uh, and there's some uh, cool people there. Uh, myself, myself not included. So I will be there. I'm not calling myself a cool person, but if you want to come learn what Sports Trade is all about, it's at the Ainsworth. It's Thursday, November 17th at 6:30. You are a cool person, uh, and and you're and you're cool to be joining us here on Weekend Wager again. It's Sports Trade. Uh, you've got an iPhone by all means. Please download it. It is the most fun that I have had gambling this season. And so uh, I, I am all in, baby. I am all in. So again, next Thursday night, November 17th, the Ainsworth in Hoboken. Get out there around 6.30. Kickoff, as we know, is around 8, 8.15. It's the Titans uh, going up against the Packers. So uh, should be a good one as well. Alex, thank you so much for joining us this evening. I appreciate it. Thank you, Anita. You got it. So this concludes our show. It's been a good one. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank our producer, of course, Tom. Uh, A lot of moving parts on this show, and he does a great job. So uh, just a reminder, I'm back tomorrow afternoon, high noon, uh, right here on 98.7 ESPN, the Anita Mark Show. That's me. So make sure you tune in then. Everybody have a great night. Be safe. And I'll talk to you tomorrow afternoon right here on 98.7 ESPN.
You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.